0: Good morning Big Ten fans. Welcome back to another edition of the Big Ten Morning Minutes. I'm your host Michael Chen. Give me a follow on Twitter at MFC2123. It is Thursday, September 12th, 2019, and yesterday saw the unfortunate announcement of two Big Ten players that will miss the remainder of the season, and one of them is extremely significant. The other one is still a season ender. We'll start off with the most significant one, and that's going out to West Lafayette and Purdue, who saw their star senior linebacker, Marcus Bailey, injure his knee in practice, and will be out for the remainder of the season. Head coach Jeff Brom mentioned that, unfortunately for Bailey, he suffered the injury during practice, He'll undergo surgery within the next few weeks, but that's it for the linebacker. And for Bailey as a senior, most likely he's probably going to try and prepare to move on to the next level at the NFL. Uh, Bailey was the obvious leader on that young Purdue defense, and it's just unfortunate to see that because Bailey's done some really good things in his career for the Boilermakers and anytime you see a season-ending injury to a senior who's obviously put their heart and soul into a program it's just it's just rough to see it's a little bit disheartening a little bit more injury news out of West Lafayette before we get to the other big injury their starting quarterback Elijah Sindelar still unknown his status for this upcoming game against a very tough TCU team Sindelar uh, is in the quote-unquote concussion protocol, unsure of whether the young man will be able to get a start this Saturday, and they'll really need him. TCU is not an easy team to go against, and Purdue will can need all the help they can get on the offensive side, as Sindelar was last week's Big Ten Conference Player of the Week after throwing for over 500 yards and five touchdowns, so that would be a significant loss for the Boilermakers for this Saturday if Sindelar is unable to go. And Sindelar isn't the only quarterback with their status unknown for Saturday. Rutgers' McLean-Carter is also in the same quote-unquote concussion protocol. Chris Ash yesterday mentioned that he wasn't quite sure about McLean's status for Saturday. Arthur Sikowski played, obviously, in the second half. Sikowski played the majority of the season last year as Carter was a transfer from Texas Tech, so it remains to be seen whether or not Carter will go, and if not, Sikowski will take the reins. And off to Wisconsin, where we're going to find the other significant injury, and that's going to be Tight end Xander Newville's injury. Newville had attempted to make a comeback. The NCAA had granted him a six year of eligibility, but unfortunately his body just couldn't take it anymore. A knee injury suffered once again for Newville, and he is going to actually retire from the game. Newville made a statement on social media thanking the Badger Nation and saying that he looks forward to getting the next part of his life on. Uh, he's going to go and become a doctor, going to medical school, and it's just unfortunate. It was a feel-good story at the beginning of the year because Newville seemed as if his career was over, gave it another shot, but unfortunately, after multiple surgeries on his knees, his body just couldn't take the bashing that football players do and Newville will be retiring from the game another note for injuries Maryland's Tyrell Pigrome the running back his status is still up in the air honestly if I'm Mike Loxley I'm sitting him you've shown that your offense is humming. It's churning. I mean, scoring seventy points. It's just their offense has been absolutely phenomenal. The biggest surprise so far early on in the season inside the conference. And Mike Loxley, obviously his his play calling from Alabama has definitely translated over to the Terrapins. There's a lot of buzz going on in the DMV about this team. Because Mike Loxley did a good job of recruiting in the short period that he had not only that he got a bunch of transfers to come and help out his team you're looking at minimum four five transfers that are making big impacts including his including his quarterback Josh Jackson Shaq Smith the transfer from Clemson and you're also looking at the Ohio State transfer as well Keandre Jones all of them have made impacts since transferring and being deemed eligible by the NCA for this season for the Terrapins so it looks like a quicker turnaround than most people expected in College Park so hats off to Mike Loxley in his second go around as the Maryland head coach I think this is the job that he wanted this is the job that he feels the most connection to, obviously being from the area, and I think his heart and soul's into it. You can see it by the way he's coaching, by the way he's recruiting, by the way he's going about his business. And well done, Mike Oxley, good job. I'm very interested to see how this ends up turning out for the rest of the year. Ohio State tried to put a patent claim in for the word "the." It got denied yesterday, and as alumni of the Buckeyes, I personally am very happy about this decision. It's a word. It is isn't one of the most common words in the English language. To put a patent on it was absolutely ridiculous, pompous, arrogant, just stupid, and I'm pretty happy that the patent office decided that that was not allowed. Uh, also, although not even a Big Ten note here, uh, LeBron James also put in a patent note for Taco Tuesdays. That also got denied, and I'm pretty happy about that one as well. Uh, not as big of a importance in the Big Ten, but it just shows you kind of what the patent office how they go about doing their business ryan wilson of cbs sports updated his 20 mock draft Uh, there's a big 10 flavor going on here no surprise with the first couple of selections that he had he had chase young going three the ohio state defensive end he had aj Ipensa, iowa's defensive end going fifth right after that also had iowa's offensive tackle tristan worths at six and then you've got Penn State's defensive end Yaturro Grossmatos, and Wisconsin's center Tyler Biadish at 21. Uh, Grossmatos was at 15. A good showing for the Big Ten. Ideally, you'd like to see a couple of uh, more players in there. Uh, what I'm a little bit concerned about is the fact that there are no skill players in there. There's no Jonathan Taylor. There's not a sniff of a wide receiver in that group. It's defensive linemen and offensive linemen. And although the conference is a quote-unquote smash mouth conference, they're not really that anymore. That stigmata has got to pass. There's a lot of teams inside the conference that are running spread offenses right now, and it's not... Three yards in a cloud of dust conference anymore. It's just not. And to see the fact that there are no skill position players in a mock draft, a little alarming. However, uh, you'll probably see a couple of them uh, in the next season, minimum with Rondell Moore as he becomes a junior next year, most likely leaves. But a little discouraging because I've seen Jonathan Taylor at the tail end of multiple. Mock drafts, also a little disheartening not to see a quarterback in there, but you just never know. Quarterbacks could, could pop up at any time, and uh, I'm sure that a couple Big Ten quarterbacks will get drafted, but always nice to see a Big Ten quarterback get drafted in the first round like last year with uh, Ohio State and Dwayne Haskins and that's going to do it for me this morning on your Big Ten Morning Minutes once again I appreciate the listen give me a follow on Twitter at MFC2123 follow the show page as well on Twitter at Two Cents Pods like us on Facebook it's Two Cents Pods over there rate us review us and share us on all of your listening platforms have a great Thursday Big Ten fans